0: As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu, my dear ladies. Welcome to another episode of the Versatile Muslimah podcast. I'm your host Kulsoom
1: and I'm Lena
0: and we're your hosts for today for the podcast and the topic for today is a crack in feminism and it's surrounding the recent events I'm not sure if anyone's aware in the sports industry specifically handball which happened just a few weeks ago actually Um, and I actually wanted Lena to shed a little bit of light so you know you guys understand what's happening and what we're going to be
1: talking about today so Lena go ahead inshallah. Thanks, Kusum. Okay, so basically, for those of you who didn't hear about this, um, a Norwegian women's beach handball team was fined for refusing to play in bikini bottoms during a game in the sports Euro 2021 tournament. Um, And what ended up happening is that even some female athletes in Germany started wearing to kind of like stand in solidarity with them in full body suits. Um, but they also got fined and stuff, but they were like praised because they were supporting the other women who didn't want to wear bikini bottoms. So the entire issue is surrounding, you know, this idea of your freedom to choose what you want to wear and that if a woman wears more clothing, she is looked down upon. Um, and in this case, even fined. So, um, I'm going to start by just asking you, what do you think of this?
0: Yeah, I think it's hypocrisy. I feel like the West always promotes this, you know, women should choose what to wear and, and all of this, but then, you know, finding these athletes really exposes the Western hypocrisy. And if people can't see that, then I really don't know what to say, right? Um, yeah, honestly, it's hypocrisy. What do you think?
1: Absolutely, absolutely, I mean, this is basically a sign of how, women, how feminism has failed women. I don't know if anyone out there knows and understands really the philosophy of feminism, but it all started by coming in um, as a solution because women were not getting their rights in the West. And absolutely, man, absolutely, women were not getting their rights. But they took a secular approach to solving the problem. And they named this approach feminism. It's a movement that says that women have the freedom to choose their own identity, to to have uh, rights within the community, to be looked at as persons, and certain things, yeah, okay, they're great, but then the majority of it is completely flawed. And why is it flawed? Because because their morals are constantly changing. I mean, look at this: they're finding women because they choose to still. It's still short. It's still shorts, but they're still finding them because they want them to wear a bikini. Like that makes absolute absolutely no sense like it's nonsense um I don't know I don't know I have nothing else to say other than that that it's it's all a unfortunately it is a crack in feminism yeah it is a crack and you mentioned the big f word I don't know
0: if people are you know like oh my god she mentioned feminism and I think that we should really break down that word because it's thrown around so much and I get it I get that it has a like there's a personal attachment for a lot of people um, I'm not going to lie. When I was in university, I used to call myself a Muslim feminist because the way that I understood it was, you know, well, you're um, a Muslim, so you have to like stand up for Muslim rights. And then you want to protect the rights of women. So feminism. And then as I started learning, I was like, well, you know what? It's not really about fighting for the rights of women. I mean, we, we all should be doing that anyways. Right. Like fighting for the rights of women, men, all the oppressed but it's really about the ideology and the mindset and the history behind it. Because, you know, when when you're saying that you're a feminist, what you're really saying is that you're putting Islam on a spectrum. You're saying that Islam is on the spectrum, feminism is on the spectrum, and Islam isn't sufficient enough to give you all the solutions, right? And so definitely there is a crack in feminism and, and situations like these or scenarios like these kind of help you see how... Saying that you're a feminist, advocating for it, um, you're being hypocritical because the, the people who are making the decisions, again, we've talked about this before so many times, the people making the decisions are flawed, biased, hypocritical <laughs> human beings. And they simply can't, you know, they simply can't really tell you um, how to live life. Only Allah can do that because he's perfect. So, I mean, you know, if you want to shed more light on feminism, go ahead. If there's anything else that you want to add um, for people to understand why, it's, why we're being so against it right now. Because I, I get that it's a, it's a really sensitive topic yeah. for a lot of people. So.
1: No, absolutely, man. Absolutely. I heard this since I was young. I'm hearing that whole Muslim feminist thing. And, you know, one of the problems with this is this idea that we separate our identities. We have this, this, and, and this is the notion of feminism, by the way, there, there is that notion where people, you have to separate your identities. Yeah. Right. Um. So your identity as a woman is separate from your identity as a Muslim, which is separate from your identity as like a, if you're a doctor or a lawyer and which is separate from like you have basically multiple different identities and you need to fit your, your, your uh, just, you need to fit into each one of them accordingly and dress in each one of them accordingly. Um, But this is not how it is like a belief system. Okay. When a person has a belief system, they follow it. They follow it without even thinking because it's something that they truly, truly um, have in their hearts. So they will embody the beliefs, right? That's what happens. Uh, Belief is always followed by an action. These things are twins. Mm -hmm. And so based on this this fact, right, based on this um, ideology that a person is going to believe and follow, right, they will act and change accordingly. So a woman who's a feminist is going to start saying, okay, I'm fighting for women's rights, but okay, my question to you now is, well, where does Islam fit in this? You see, you're not different. You are a Muslima in any case, You are a Muslim. Period. You don't even separate your gender. Okay. The only reason we do we separate gender is for for specific purposes when Allah Subhanahu tells us to. But other than that, we are Khalas. Period. Muslim. Yeah. Like it all. Like your 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 mentality about how you live should not be based on okay. Um, no, I need to I need to basically get my rights because I'm a woman, and that's what's most important. No, because there's also a lot of other important things that you need to fight for and other types of people's rights that you will fight for as well because we fight for all people who are oppressed. We fight for the rights of all oppressed people in Islam. So if anyone is oppressed, yes, we will fight for them. That has nothing to do with gender. And the fact that they separate this just makes it worse. And it's, it's very hypocritical from the very beginning. I mean, there's a law that states that in downtown cities within Canada... It is permissible for a woman to go topless because back in the day, men used to go topless, okay? Without a shirt on. Okay, I'm sorry. Does this sound like something that you're really getting your right? What is the whole point of getting your right here? You think men are not gonna be enjoying this or what? Like yeah. your whole point is you're trying to like, okay, say no to men. The whole point is that you wanna get power over men. That's, that's what women want here, right? But at the same time, they really are losing all their power. They are losing, and they still to this day have not gotten all the rights that they wanted. Like this idea of equal pay and stuff. Why is that? Like they focus on things like, like clothing and, and they, it's, it's wrong. It's, they're, it's wrong because they don't have all the knowledge. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has the knowledge of the past, present, and future. We don't. We barely have enough knowledge of the past, present, or future. We don't even know what's going on with ourselves, let alone what's going to happen you know, 50 years down the line. So we're expecting that these people who are in power, okay, to tell us how to live our lives and what we can or cannot do and what is permissible and what is not permissible. And we follow this, this, this group of women and we feel so empowered by it, which makes absolutely no sense to me. I mean, it makes no sense. And this is, this is the, the, this is feminism. (laughs) At a glance, I guess. Honestly, Sorry, I went on around.
0: <laughs> you know what though? Like, I get people who say that they want to focus on the rights of women, right? Because, I mean, like for example, like I work with women. I don't work with like men or you know, like uh, um, like children, for example, right? I, I focus on women, so I get that people want to focus on women, but that doesn't mean at the end of the day that you're not cognizant of other people's rights, right? So my whole thing is like, okay. If you want to focus on the rights of women, that's fine. It's, it's a great community to focus on. We do need, we do need um, people to focus on women, right? Even Sheikh Osta, like, he, he emphasizes a lot on um, the education and the growth of women, which I think is, is beautiful and it's great. Um, but the problem isn't focusing on women because that's the argument I get. When I talk to people about, you know, young girls about feminism because they claim that they're Muslim feminists, they're like, well, no, you know, we're just trying to uh, advocate for the rights of women. The thing is that when you're advocating for the rights of women, you're doing it, one, under the wrong, uh, wrong sphere, right? Because again, the, the, the laws are so biased. You may think that you're helping women get their rights in one category, but literally in another category, it's, it's literally going to mess you up. And um, it's kind of like, you know, hammering your own foot kind of thing. I don't know, like, what the exact saying is. Because even when you look at the idea of pay for, you know, or like not even pay, like paternity leave and and maternity leave. In the U.S., a lot of women are struggling with the idea that they have to go back to work, um, you know, like a month or two months right after they give birth. But, hey, you guys fought for these (laughs) You guys fought for that equality. It's, never, it's, not supposed to be, it's not supposed to be equality. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given the perfect rights for women, the perfect rights for men. And so I get it. I get the women and the ladies and the young ones who are saying that, look, I just want to help women. And I, you know, may Allah reward you for your intentions and put barakah in what you do. But you have to do it you have to be smart. One, understand the history of what you're advocating for. Where did feminism start? How did it start? And we can do another whole session. I actually have a few articles on feminism. I don't know, maybe we can link it or something, um, but you need to understand one, like what is the history of feminism? And second, you know, who is coming up with these laws? It's kind of like, you know, when you go back to the the lives of black people And the laws are created by white supremacists. How are black people going to get their rights if the people behind, you know, lawmaking are like white supremacists? So how are women going to get their rights? How is anyone going to get their rights when the people behind the laws are hypocrites? They're biased. Like, how how are you okay with someone wearing um, a bikini, but you're not okay with someone wearing shorts? And, and how are you okay with, you know, people standing up for them, um, you know, in support of them, um, but when women, Muslim women cover, we're shunned because, even COVID, take COVID, we've been in COVID for the last two years. There's whole niqab ban, like in Quebec and, and France and everything, people are like, no, 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 no to niqab, no to niqab, but now, literally, the whole world is in a niqab. So... You know, that's something to think about for all these young, um, young ladies who claim feminism. So I guess that really brings me to my question, like, if that is the case, what do you think is the solution, Lena, for women who genuinely want to work with women, who genuinely want, you know, they have that activist vibe in them, um, and they want to stand up for the rights of women and Islam, what, what do you think they should do?
1: They should start learning more about Islam and actually getting involved in the Muslim community. You want to fight for women's rights. You first need to fight for what is the truth and what is the solution to all problems in the world. (laughs) That's my, that's my take on it. I mean, like, you want to, you want to get involved. Hey, come and join us. Come and volunteer. You want, you you want some, you you want somewhere to go and want somewhere to, you know, to make change and actually have an effect um, and and leave something. mean, you know, leave an imprint in this world where you can actually say you did some good. You want to you want to help others. I mean, it's not about saying that you did good. You might not even know it, but still, the point is, if you want to make change, come and join us, man. I, I what else am I going to say to the ladies out there? It's not it's not going and uh, trying to fight for women's rights with with kafar. No, it's absolutely not. You can change. You can change women's. Uh, you know, you can help women and. Um, help give them more of their rights and all these things. As long as you continue to uh, fight for a STEM, this is the end solution for all problems, not just women's related problems. But um, I just wanted to mention also something kind of interesting that, you know, in the last couple months mm-hmm. I've been noticing more and more articles similar to this idea of this whole bikini. So in one there was actually in the Washington Post, um, it said that a high school was um, yearbook photos was were edited to actually hide the girls' chests, so that it protects them in a way, right? And the parents and students were furious. They ended up like suing the the yearbook editor and whatever, uh, the guy, the photographer, the professional photographer that they hired, because he covered their daughter's chests. They the parents themselves were angry about this. Yeah. Okay. That's another example. And then a third one. Actually, was something that you mentioned about the um, this idea of the maternity leave. So just recently, um, also last month, again in the Washington Post, there are there was uh, women. There were women that were talking about you know how they they are wanting to have children, but they don't feel that they are able to or even allowed to because the government doesn't give them the opportunities to do so not enough pay okay no proper maternity leave and they can't just they can't they can't have that that uh life that they now want now that they realize they want to be mothers and you know being at home they can't do it anymore so I mean, this was this was in the Washington Post, man. They're saying the government themselves is screwed up. They themselves are saying it now. Yeah. But only after what? Only after all the 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 stuff that that they changed and that they the problems that they caused now. I mean, how many women uh stop themselves from getting married just so they can continue with a career? Because for them, that was like that. That's what I have to do. Do you know that there are there are women? I actually met a, a woman back home in Lebanon who has a daughter and she's like I wish I could raise my daughter and I'm like why not you guys mashallah like you know you're living you know a pretty decent life like you have the money and the the ability to why don't you just stop you know working and raise your daughter and she's like because I can't do that I'll be looked down upon that is what she that is what she responded to me she's sitting there with like tears about to come out of her eyes because she's seeing her daughter who is like two years old who she hasn't seen because she puts her in daycare and she works until the evening so she when does she get to see her daughter she tells me she gets to see her daughter when she basically puts her to bed yeah this is a relative of mine even I'm not gonna lie to you like this is this was so sad I was like you feel the pressure of society more than the pressure of motherhood
0: yeah yeah there you go right the standards remember i think we spoke about this at some point like those standards that are set by society and now we're just people are running with it and it's totally totally sabotaging um everything and um one thing i wanted to add though was like you know again i empathize with ladies who are like well you know the reason that we um want to be or like our claim that we're a feminist is because the community has let us down and and all of this right but the thing is look i don't want anyone to use those as standards the standards are set by allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so you have to advocate for islam if you feel that maybe a masjid or a center or an organization is not um meeting those standards that are set by islam then you call them out too, but don't use them as a, a measuring tape for, well, no, 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 Islam actually doesn't give rights, So therefore I'm going to go towards feminism because really it's a lose, lose situation for you. Right. Um, so I think, you know, the one thing I would say for ladies is to, I, I get where you're coming from. You know, Islam is lacking all around the world, even close to us, even in a lot of um, organizations and masajid. So why don't we get together under the banner of Islam and, and try to revive that sunnah and try to revive the Quran and try to revive, you know, properly um, the laws of Allah. So so those can be prominent and we don't have to fall into situations like, you know, the ones that Lana said where we're trying to meet the standards subtly that are set by society. And it's literally... Um, it's just screwing us up. So yeah, that made me really,
1: really sad. It's really sad. Yeah, man. I, me too. Like when I was reading that article, I was, I was astonished because I'm hearing for the first time, women are actually admitting to the fact that what they fought for was wrong. And, and it's, and you know how it shows, it shows in the birth rate, right? Like the U S birth rate is at the almost, like at, at a record low um, basically, and it's been in decline for the last—I don't know how many—decades, um, right? But this is the ultimate low that it's ever been at, and it's because of this. When they asked and they they surveyed women, it's like they don't feel they have the ability to have kids. Yeah. And it's not a physical ability; like it's not—it's not, it's not it has nothing to do with like the physical aspect I'm talking about. They don't think they can. Yeah. And that's sad. Yeah, and you know it's what... sad. And by the way, I just want to mention to everybody, like. I am in no way saying, you know, a woman should not have a career and should not educate herself and all these things. I am a huge believer in that. I mean, I myself got a master's degree for that reason. I actually do love education and I love the idea of having a job and stuff. And look at you, mashallah, you're a career woman. I mean, you have your own uh, business. And so that's, that's like something I advocate for as well. But for me, that's where it's like, okay, yes, you can choose you and your, your spouse will choose. You know what I mean? You can talk about this with you. Like, why is it? It's always just, oh, it's a woman's choice. It has something like these. These are emotional. These are emotional um, reactions to that's even that's a contradiction because a reaction by definition is an is emotional. Right. But these are reactions, emotional reactions to the lack of rights of women.
0: Yeah. And, and you know, Lana, like it really does come down to the idea that, look, you're a Muslim lady, right? All of us are Muslim ladies. So don't bother to impress the, the kuffar um, because they're constant change. They, they have constantly have changes in their morals and standards, right? If you follow the standard that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has set, um, I promise to you that you're going to be happy. The way that you should lead your life as a single woman, the way that you should lead your life in the work field, the way that you should lead your life with your husband, right? Like you have to trust that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows what's best for you because we at the end of the day are so biased, so, so biased that we simply cannot be um, the ones that are setting the morals and, and, and rights for, for mankind, Um, so, you know, that's the thing I want to end off with and I really hope that people get the message across and, and honestly, guys, if you don't, I get it. It's a, it's a hot topic. It's like the big F word. And so if you want us to come on and do another discussion or do a live or something where we can like talk about it, let us know. We'll, we'll, we're more than happy to, to have more conversations around this until we answer people's questions and concerns and things like that, inshallah.
1: Absolutely. And I just want to actually just before we end off, I just want to mention, you know, um, I really like your point on us, you know, not changing, um, you know, not changing ourselves, not trying to impress the Kafar, because their morals are constantly changing. And this is something that that a lot of women struggle with, right? Like they're always, that's why women don't necessarily wear their proper hijab. They're always afraid of, you know, what, what are people going to think of me? How are they going to look at me? You know, how am I going to seem in society? But Hey man, listen, if you wear shorts instead of a bikini, you're going to be fined. You're going to be shunned anyway. So you might as well wear the whole jilpah <laughs> and do it for the sake of Allah and do the right thing. And at least do something that is correct and has value. And, and, and you uphold your beliefs so that you don't have to regret this on the day of judgment. So that you can stand in front of Allah and you want to impress Allah and you're not going to be ashamed for not doing it you know so that's what you want yeah that's what you want and i'm just giving that as a reminder to um, all the ladies who are listening inshallah and i think that's where i'm gonna end uh do you have anything else who are for
0: no honestly i kind of want to hear from people did, did did this all make sense to you do you have any um questions and comments and thoughts let us know
1: and uh yeah
0: we'll yeah we'll end off here inshallah
1: awesome okay so khair, ladies i also want to uh, know what's going on with you guys and how you felt about today's uh, podcast and any future podcasts you want to know or if you need anything, you know, you can obviously contact us. So like us, like, um, share and post and, you know, private messages on Instagram, social, and all types of forms of social media, right? Instagram, um, Facebook, wherever we're at. Um, follow us and uh, keep keep an eye for our next episode, inshallah. So, jazakallah khair. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.
0: Assalamu warahmatullahi wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh,